the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon and welcome to this Thursday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. And we are honored to have you with us today. Well, once again, uh, in the 4 o'clock hour, we are very privileged to be with you this afternoon with the Bill Bunkley Show on several platforms this afternoon. want to welcome our guests listening today on our Faith Talk stations as well as our answer stations and, of course, those listening on The Biz this afternoon. Got some numbers, uh, preliminary numbers closing on Wall Street. For those of you on the Biz Channel, the Dow Jones Industrials uh, off $76 and change to 24508 NASDAQ is off $19 and change at 68.56, and the S&P 500 also having an off day off $10.83, closing at 26.52. And those are your preliminary numbers of the market closing just moments to go, moments ago. Well, we've got an exciting update for Heart for Lebanon coming up in just a moment, uh, plus some very, very intriguing topics of the day. But first, I want to take a personal privilege, and that is uh, today is a very special day in our family, the 14th day of December. Uh, Right now, we are celebrating 12 years of life for uh, Zachary William Bunkley, our youngster who uh, is just a blessing for uh, Mrs. Bunkley and I. Uh, This is his 12th birthday, and if you happen to be... uh, Keeping up with me on either uh, Twitter or Facebook, uh, you saw the handsome young man. Uh, I popped the photograph up this morning just a, a few months back. Uh, actually, he was. Uh, we were visiting uh, the Qumran Caves there in Israel. Uh, that is where the Dead Sea Scrolls were uh, discovered. And I popped up a picture of that uh, as we were in Israel. And by the way, I, in addition to uh, wishing Zachary a happy birthday, and uh, telling you how much we uh, we just bless him, uh, let you know that uh, we are very close to announcing the details of the um, the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage 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 to uh, to both Jordan and Israel coming up uh, uh, probably late spring. We are working out the final dates, and boy, the cost is going to be. Very aggressive as well. Aggressive meaning good for you, the consumer. And uh, we're going to have some of our folks that were with us on the last pilgrimage be sharing as well. But I want to tell you, it is is one of those days that where this is the last of Zachary being not a teenager. And I want to tell you that this morning, it just kind of hits me. Where did all of these, the the days, the hours, the days, the weeks, the years, where have they gone? Hard to believe he's going to be a teenager next year. And by the way, what is the age where they start uh, 
Uh, Michael, what is it? Is it 16 when you get your learner's permit to drive a car? 16 or 17, yeah. Good. Whew. Yeah. Somehow I had this flash like it was 14, and then I thought, no, 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 it can't be 14. But, uh, but no, little buddy, we uh, we love you, and um, just thanks uh, so much for uh, what you have uh, done to bring joy into our lives. Well, on today's program, we've got uh, a couple of great guests in the first hour coming up at the bottom of the hour. Good friend and someone who um, is on a crusade right now. And uh, he is no stranger to those of you listening this afternoon at uh, 102.1 there in Lakeland. Uh, He is the former uh, senior pastor at the First Baptist Church on the Mall there in Lakeland. I'm talking about Pastor Jay Dennis. And uh, he's going to be joining me later on this hour to talk about uh, a resolution that uh, he'll be presenting uh, to the Florida legislature uh, talking about the health risk that pornography is bringing to individuals and, of course, to our nation. That's uh, during our first hour. And then in the second hour, a very fascinating read that uh, I'm recommending. It just happens to be uh, one of our book giveaways for this month, The Mystery of the Magi. You know, the Magi in every false Christmas presentation now, the reason why I say that is, is that uh, when you go to Christmas presentations or you look at your manger scene, um, Olivewood, the question is this. When the baby Jesus is, uh, is in the manger, now we know it happened in Bethlehem. We know there were uh, shepherds out in the field. We know that the light uh, was leading in, in in that particular astronomical situation. But I tell you what, when you see that scene right there and you see these three dudes sort of, uh, you know, lingering in on those camels, you know, we three kings of Orionar bearing gifts, if you see them show up when the baby is in the manger, I want you to go, eh, because if you know your Bible, most experts say, number one, if the visit ever happened, and that's what we're going to be talking about today with uh, author Dwight Longenecker, number one, did the Magi, uh, are these three dudes, are they just a figment of Christian imagination? Are they made-up characters? Is there any history to the Magi? Are they really biblical characters? And by the way, just to mention it to you, he probably, he being Jesus, was probably a couple of years old uh, before the Magi actually made it to uh, visit him. And at that point, uh, many believe he was in a home there. Um, So uh, we'll talk about the Magi today. The book is The Mystery of the Magi. Not only do we have five copies to give away, and you can go to our website at... um, You know, I drew a blank. We're giving away two books, so let me just make sure that uh, I'm not uh, sending you to the wrong location. That's right. The Mystery of the Magi is at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the contest tab, and you can um, um, put your name in a hat to, to win this book. I'm reading this book, and I think it's great. I, I would recommend it, even if, particularly if you don't win it. Well, we're going to talk to uh, Dwight Longnecker coming up uh, 
uh, during the second hour of our program today, and I think that's going to be an interesting interview as well. So let me give you an update. Uh, First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who have joined us so far for our Christmas uh, blessing and uh, our Christmas blessing this year on behalf of Salem Media Group here in Tampa is going out uh, to Heart for Lebanon. Let me give you an update because um, it is getting exciting. Since we went off uh, the air yesterday, I want to tell you that uh, uh, this morning in our daily update uh, from Heart for Lebanon, we were at 20 classrooms to go. We started at uh, a goal of 92 classrooms, and uh, each classroom is uh, made up of uh, some very special youngsters. Uh, It is a classroom of 18 refugee children. Uh, I just, uh, if you're just hearing about this for the first time, some of you may remember or know that just uh, not too many weeks ago, I was actually in Lebanon on station assignment for uh, Salem Radio, Salem Media Group. Had a chance to uh, go into three different locations with Heart for Lebanon, and uh, absolutely not only fascinating, but uh, more importantly, a heartbreaking visit. An absolutely heartbreaking visit. Why? 2.1 million refugees have uh, had to flee ISIS in Iraq. They've had to flee uh, being gassed and bombed in their homes in Syria. And uh, these are the children that went south uh, across the mountains into the Bekaa Valley, into southern uh, Lebanon, and uh, it's amazing. Not only are half of the 2.1 million children, uh, 2.1 million refugees' children, so let's just call it a million kids, 60% of the kids are orphans. Think about that. 60% of these children are orphans. That's about 600,000, 700,000 kids who are wandering around in tent cities, wandering around in barns, wandering around with friends or family members who've taken them in. It is, it is a horrendous, sick mess. Evil, absolute, unbridled evil has been set upon these people. Now, I want to remind you that uh, we are helping the Heart for Lebanon ministry expand three different uh, physical hope centers. There's a hope center in Beirut, Lebanon. There's a hope center just outside of Sidon, not far from the Israeli border, and one deep into the Bekaa Valley, right in the center of uh, both control of of Hezbollah, as well as uh, we know there's some ISIS insurgents that are in these camps. But in these three areas, we are expanding some classrooms. A classroom is made up of 18 refugee children. If you haven't had a chance to uh, go to my Twitter, go to Twitter at Bill Bunkley and just uh, look at my feed. You can see some of the photographs as I was there with kids in the actual classrooms that are there, that are there today. Also, if uh, you are uh, uh, my friend on Facebook You can go to Bill Bunkley on Facebook, look at the photographs there as well. And uh, what we're doing is we are expanding some classrooms. Well, we um, came back with a goal of 92 classrooms and uh, for our Christmas uh, blessing this year uh, here. And uh, guess what? As of this morning, we were down to 20 classrooms to go. And I want to shout out some names today because uh, I am so excited that uh, we have uh, had some additional people. I want to thank Frank from Seminole, 
Uh, he took a couple of classrooms earlier today. Nancy in St. Petersburg, uh, she took a classroom. We have Stephen in Bradenton, he took a classroom. We got uh, Marilyn in Palm Harbor, she actually took two and a half classrooms. And Arthur in St. Petersburg has taken a classroom. So, if I had given uh, Mike the heads up, need to have a drum roll, but uh, we'll get that for the next time. 20 was the count this morning. As of right now, as we come on the air, we are down to 12 classrooms. That's right, 12 classrooms. So, here's my, um, here's my request. I'm going to keep an eye on the donation page. And right now, would you consider making a gift of $98? 12 people right now, 12 of you, each taking a classroom could uh, get us across the goal line. $98, a one-time gift, will bring help to bring food and a Christian education to 18 refugee children in crisis. Would you take a classroom? Maybe, maybe somebody may take five classrooms, a gift about 500 bucks. Uh, Ten classrooms, uh, that would be 1000 Maybe it's $25, $30, $40. Could you right now, 12 people could just make a one-time gift of $98. This afternoon, we could cross that finish line uh, of our goal. Call right now, 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190, 877-873-0190, or go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. And I want to tell you, this is the spirit of Christmas here on the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, tell you what, there's not a more magnificent present you could give for $98 than providing food and a new classroom for 18 of these refugee children who quite frankly have been through hell and back and they're looking for some hope and you can give them hope this afternoon when we come back marco rubio says he won't vote for the tax package is that putting that tax 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 package in peril don't go away more the bill monkley show coming up in just a moment are all about safety and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Futures and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer, and I've been on the trading floor for 25 years. I traded for Goldman Sachs in the S&P 500 pit and was the first Amazon market maker at the CBOE. I am also the senior market strategist here at Trading Advantage, the leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional traders. Now, for a limited time... I am offering one of the trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. Get started right now by calling 1-800-288-0092. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and the Trading Advantage Daily Market Report at no cost to you. Again, 
1-800-288-0092. That's 1-800-288-0092. Know the truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. His freedom was limited. He ends up in prison. His life is cut short. But that's okay. When you're a forerunner, it's all about preparing the way, clearing the way, and getting out of the way. You're expendable. It's okay to be a link in a chain of God-given reactions. Weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. simply having a marvelous Christmas time. And right now, remember that right now our phone lines are open. We have our regular edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. But right now, you can make a difference. Will you take one of these classrooms for a one-time gift of $98? We have 12 classrooms to go. If you call right now, I'll announce your name and announce that we're down to 11. That number is 877-873-0190. 877-873-0190. Before we get to the Marco Rubio headline story of the afternoon, I want to remind you that uh, Regnery Publishing, we have uh, two different book giveaways. I reminded you that we have Mystery of the Magi uh, that um, was written by Dwight Longenecker. Uh, you can register to uh, try to win five of those at letstalkfake.com. But we have David Linball. And by the way, are we working on David, right, to get David on? David has been a regular guest for each and every one of his books. He is the brother, of course, of Rush Limbaugh. Brother David, I hope, will be with us talking about his new book, The True Jesus, Uncovering the Divinity of Christ in the Gospels. And right now you can register for that uh, either on am860theanswer.com. That's am860theanswer.com or at am930theanswer.com. Just click on the contest tab, and for all all of the books that we do, you can be registering day after day after day after day and increases your chance of winning. Um, Marco Rubio, here's the headline of the afternoon before we uh, get to a conversation about the the health effects of uh, pornography. Marco Rubio on our Florida page this afternoon says that he is a no vote on the tax reform bill unless he gets a child tax credit amount that he is comfortable with. CNN is reporting that Senator Marco Rubio, a Republican from Florida right here in our sunshine state, told congressional leadership that he will not, I repeat, he will not support the latest version of the GOP tax bill if the legislation doesn't make the child tax credit more generous. Marco told reporters uh, just a little while ago, quote, I've been pretty consistent in my communications on this issue, and that is I want us to see the refundable portion of the child tax credit increase from its current number. 
Right now, that current number is $1,100 in the new proposal for a tax credit. Marco says, if it stays at that, I'm a no. And he went on to say, let's hope it doesn't. We've got a, got a chance for a quick call if you want to weigh in, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. The Washington, Report, Washington Post first uh, rep- broke the story today that uh, Rubio is uh, uh, a potential challenge for the leaders in the United States Senate and their hopes to bring this tax reform bill to the floor, I think the goal is by Monday or Tuesday of next week. The leaders uh, there are already working with a very, very, very thin majority in the Senate. And the reason why I mention that is tomorrow uh, I'm going to be sharing with you some thoughts about that because here's where we're at. And Marco Rubio is going to be key. Although I thought that I was writing about other senators this morning when I wrote this something to think about. Now, they're getting close. Uh, the, the conference committees agreed in principle yesterday, representatives from the United States House and the U.S. Senate. Now, I got to tell you, uh, between failure to perform on the Obama repeal and replace, then we've got the Judge Roy Moore debacle that uh, the Republicans are dealing with. I, I want to tell you that... Uh, uh, I hope they understand, and I'm sure they do. Everybody's telling them either you get this tax reform package completely done to the president by the end of the year, or, folks, the grand old party is going to have a PR meltdown. So keep in mind that what Yogi Berra said, it ain't over until it's over. And some of you know that the last thing that you want is to find out when it comes to tax reform Instead of getting that good news from the president that it came through, well, you know what you're going to get? You could get a, an old piece of that black coal in your stocking right there uh, next to your chimney this year, and that's not going to make you happy, is it? So that's what I'm trying to say, that uh, even though there's uh, some positiveness coming out of the Hill, well, we've still got some senators that everybody has to agree to that package. And so... Because of that, it's still a work in progress. But you know what the president wants to do? You know, if Yogi says it ain't over till it's over, not exactly proper English. Well, President Trump doesn't necessarily have proper English either at times because you know what? You know what he wants to do? He wants to be really giving you and saying to you, Merry Christmas, America. You know how he wants to do that? He wants to do that by signing his bigly. Remember that bigly word? He's got that bigly Christmas gift out there that he wants you to get. And, oh, by the way, if that bigly Christmas gift gets signed, well, if it gets signed before Christmas, and certainly by the end of the year, guess what? I think that we're hearing from the IRS that as early as February, the new calculations would be ready, the new withholding tables would be published, and that would mean that by as early as February, you could see more money, many of you could see more money in your paycheck by way of the fact that um, this uh, tax reform plan is moving forward. So as we're all considering the bigly gift, uh, what uh, Senator Marco Rubio wants to do is, and all of the special interest groups and all of the entities that are getting all of these 
big uh, concessions in this package. He's sticking up for the children, and he says he won't vote for this unless the children are in. We'll see about that uh, as this progresses today, tomorrow, and in the next few days. Well, coming up at the bottom of the hour, Pastor Jay Dennis is going to be in talking about uh, how pornography is a health problem. But I want to remind you, would you take a classroom for me right now? We had uh, 12 more classrooms to go. We have done eight so far today since our update from uh, Heart for Lebanon. Call right now, 877-873-0190. Would you take a classroom of uh, 18 children? If you make that call, I'll mention your name, and then I'll have a little drum roll here, and we'll say, hey, we're down to 11. Can we get these classrooms completed by the end of the Bill Bunkley Show today? That's what we're hoping and praying for. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Let's check in with SRN News. And by the way, you can follow me at Twitter, at Bill Bunkley, to get the latest updates on local, state, and national news. Or you can also follow me or give me a friend request over at Facebook at Bill Bunkley. That will keep you up to date uh, from show to show to show, as well as what's happening in Tallahassee. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. One of the most influential Christian radio ministers of our day has passed away, according to media reports. R.C. Sproul, the founder of League and Ear Ministries, has passed away today at the age of 79. Three votes to two right along party lines. That was a picture today as FCC regulators voted to do away with the controversial net neutrality laws imposed under President Obama in 2015. Republican Senator Marco Rubio says he'll vote no on the sweeping tax package unless a child tax credit is more generous to low-income families. The bill would expand the child tax credit to 2000 from its current level of 1000 A record number of Americans set to be traveling this year between Christmas and New Year's. AAA says in all, 107 million Americans will travel between December 23rd and New Year's Day, a 3.1% increase over last year. Most of them will be driving. This is SRN News. In a time that was hopeless. Mary, there's no room at the end. In a world of unforgiveness. Oh, fine. It's okay. Grace arrived in Bethlehem. Oh, Joseph, he's coming. And love appeared with the birth of a baby boy. Christmas, celebrating the birth of our Savior. He's, he's here. Faith Talk 570. It's called MediShare, and it's affordable biblical health care. And if you're wondering, what does that mean? Well, ask the people who are already members, like the Badger family. It's a big family, by the way. We have seven boys, three girls. We live out in the country. We homeschool. And they thank God for MediShare, especially after one of their babies was born with spina bifida. And the total bill was about a quarter million dollars. MediShare members met the entire need and sent them cards and letters letting them know 
They're praying for him. MediShare is, I mean, we love it. With myself being self-employed, owning my own business, MediShare was a great option as far as affordability. With MediShare, as far as like all of our stuff, it's, it's always come through. Yeah, more and more people are doing this, and you can see why. Hundreds of thousands of Christian believers sharing, and that is a beautiful thing. Find out more. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. And now, today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. I believe Satan is equally pleased with people who exalt him as he is with people who deny him. And that's why it's so important whenever we discuss Satan and the world of demons, we have a balanced approach to the discussion. Yes, Satan and demons are very real and formidable forces, but they are forces still under the authority of Jesus Christ. And as long as you and I live under the authority of Christ, we have no reason to fear demons. Yes, Satan and his demons are formidable adversaries, but they're also defeatable adversaries. 1 John 4, 4 promises us, Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Hi, this is Pastor Al. Got a Bible question? Wondering what the Bible has to say about current events? Join me Sunday nights at 11 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN for Late Night Live with Pastor Al as I take your questions about Bible prophecy and current events, creation and evolution, Israel in the Middle East, angels and extraterrestrials, sin and salvation, and a whole lot more. Bring an open mind and an open Bible because you never know what we're going to talk about next. Sunday nights at 11 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. And again, Merry, Merry Christmas from the Bill Bunkley Show as we are counting down to the big day, 34 minutes past the hour, and reminding you that uh, those children I was just with a few weeks ago in Lebanon, I want to fill another classroom of 18 kids. Your one-time contribution right now for $98 is going to put 18 kids in another classroom, Hope for Lebanon. Hey, give us a call right now, 877-873-0190. We are down to the... 12 classrooms out of 92, and I'm excited and love to be able to take care of that this afternoon. Well, I tell you what, this is a special treat because for those of you, especially over in Polk County and Lakeland, and we've got a brand new FM signal there, 102.1, my next guest is uh, someone I know a lot of you love. He is the former senior pastor at the First Baptist Church of the Mall there in Lakeland. I'm talking about Pastor Jay Dennis, and uh, he's just joined me in studio. And I am excited uh, because he was, um, for those of you that don't know Pastor Jay, he was uh, chosen as one of the top 12 emerging leaders of the 21st century. Uh, He has been a driving force in the Christian community for decades. And, uh, of course, his leadership for 21 years there, uh, at the mall uh, for First Baptist Church and Mall. And I want to tell you that uh, he's been a special encouragement to me. Now, today, he serves and ministers to Christian men, pastors, and groups locally, nationally, and around the globe uh, under the umbrella organization Strategies for Life, which is a 501c3, which he founded, uh, and also uh, Wingman Nation, which is a national men's ministry, which he co founded. 
Guys, I want to tell you, he has been on the cutting edge of real men being real men, the, uh, the, 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 the tragedy of what happens with pornography, online pornography, and not only is what we're seeing today with uh, the revealing of very inappropriate behavior, he has been on this mission for many, many years, and he's got a special resolution we want to talk about today. And uh, Pastor Jay, I just want to tell you, I know you've had some health challenges. You're looking great. I want people to know you're looking great. Good to see you in studio. Bill, thank you so much. You've been a great friend for many years. Thank you for all of your help and encouragement, and I want to thank your listeners for praying. Absolutely. Well, tell us about this transition. I mean, you go you go from being uh, one of our very significant pastors in Southern Baptist life, and, yeah. and now you've transitioned here. Right. That's a big change after 21 years. Boy, it really has been a change for Angie and for me uh, as well. But after 21 years at First Baptist Church at the Mall, and we love those people so much, and they've called a phenomenal new pastor, we felt like that God wanted us to enter a new season of ministry a season that focuses on helping men, Christian men, live lives of purity. So that is our passion. We are enjoying the season of ministry, and we're excited about what God is doing. I got to ask you before we talk about this resolution, and I want folks to know what you've been doing all these years, but here we have um, power player after power player, Mm -hmm. sexual exploitation, and I even yesterday I chaired a uh, or I emceed the uh, Christian Chamber of Commerce, Tampa Bay, and I was sharing with a couple of folks there. You know, th- this problem is not just with power players. They're not politicians, not just football players, not just. But you know what? So many single moms are out there, and it could be the landlord. It could be this person, that person. There's a lot of abuse that's been going on. Yes. Talk about that. Well, it's pervasive, and uh, one of the issues that we're seeing is that pornography is becoming normalized in our society, uh, that we look at it as just a cultural deal, that that's uh, the way art people are, of art course, form. yes, and boys will be boys, men will be men, and we look at this, and uh, the danger of this is we're looking as a society that this is somehow normal. Well, it is not normal. You know, pornography only focuses on one issue, and that's the physical. Mm -hmm. But God, in his wonderful design, focuses on the the soul, uh, the mind, the emotions, the spirit, and the body. So pornography leaves men, and increasingly women, it leaves them empty and unfulfilled. What they're looking for is what only Jesus Christ can give them. By the way, if you're by your home or office PC, go right now to peoplenotporn.com. That's peoplenotporn.com. I would urge you to bookmark that site, and that's going to be a good reference to you as we talk about pornography and pornography as a public health crisis. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Pastor, here's where I see your challenge before we talk about this resolution to the to the legislature. So many closet people are taking a little peek here, little peek there. You've got this sort of buried guilt. And so you're going to be going up uh, not only in your ministry now in general, but also legislators. You know, you're trying to get some people who may have a little problem in their own life. And the last thing they want to do is get anywhere around a subject that may be a little radioactive. 
I know you've thought about this and you deal with this daily. Talk about that. Oh, that's exactly right. And we're talking about Christian people, too. It is the number one. Time. Absolutely. It's the number one moral issue facing the church today. And I've talked to a lot of pastors, and I think there have been many pastors who have been reticent to deal with this issue, maybe for a couple of reasons. Number one, maybe they don't know how to broach the subject. Uh, maybe it is that they feel they're going to be criticized, and probably they will when they deal with this subject in a public forum hmm. like a Sunday morning message. However, there are a lot of pastors, Bill, who are struggling personally with this issue. And uh, until they get their hearts right and until they realize this is an issue for them, then the gatekeeper of the church is not going to be very passionate about uh, preaching against pornography and uh, and dealing with the issue. Mm. Now, in this hour, uh, Pastor Jay, we have an expanded platform. Uh, not only do we have our teaching and talk family, I have our conservative talk listeners this hour, which is the answer. And I have folks that are listening in from the business channel. So we have, I want you to speak to the uh, the non-religious folks, as we right. might call them listening in today. Because, you know, uh, everybody listening, keep in mind, you've got your daughters. Right. You've got your nieces. Yes. You've got uh, even your wife. Talk about how it's just not those of us that right. have a relationship uh, with the Lord Jesus right. that we ought to be concerned about runaway pornography in That's our nation right. and how it may affect our families. Exactly, and well put, Bill. Pornography, it does not discriminate. Uh, it affects everyone, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian. Uh, it has an effect, a pervasive effect on every person who looks at it. You may not realize it at first, but one of the things that, that we have seen and uh, studies have indicated is that when a person is hooked on pornography or even is uh, looks at it on a regular basis, maybe they're not addicted yet, uh, and it's headed in that direction if they're looking at it because it is highly addictive, but it begins to have the effect of objectifying women. So you no longer see a woman as a person who is created in the image of God, you see that woman as a sexual object. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's just one of the many things that pornography is doing. Uh, another concern that, uh, that we have is the fact that from 12 to 17 years old, that is the largest consumer base of pornography, 12 to 17 years old. And most of teenagers today, and young men especially, are getting their sex education not from the home, not from the parents, mm -hmm. not from the church, mm -hmm. from Internet pornography. So what they're seeing on an image is what they believe that the sexual relationship is all about. And whether you're a Christian or not, that, could, should, that excuse me, could, should concern every dad and every husband that's listening. Hmm. Now, you contend that the current hmm. pornography the readily accessed pornography on any smartphone, right. on the Internet, you believe uh, it is a public health crisis. Why do you believe that? Yeah, for several reasons, and this resolution right now is in committees. So we've had a sponsor in the House, Representative Spano, and in the Senate, uh, man, Senator, yes, sir, <laughs> uh, Senator Stargell uh, in the Senate. A very good senator. And they have been champions for these causes that are mm -hmm. great concern to Christians and people of moral concern. And in the resolution, let me read just some of this. It sure. says, whereas pornography 
objectifies men and women, normalizes violence and the abuse of men, women, and children, and depicts rape and abuse as harmless, thereby increasing the demand for sex trafficking, prostitution, and child pornography. And whereas pornography has potential detrimental effects on the user, including but not limited to mental and physical illnesses, difficulty forming or maintaining intimate relationships, unhealthy brain development and cognitive function, risky sexual behaviors and addiction. That's just a part of what this resolution says. Hmm. And I want to tell you that uh, those of you who have been following me through the years, that uh, both the resolution in the House by uh, Representative Spano as well as Kelly, uh, Senator Kelly Stargell in the Senate, we will be supporting this resolution uh, of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission as we are getting ready to be broadcasting live from the state capitol uh, through the session that starts on the 9th of, uh, February, of January. So I want you to let you know this is on our list. Now, tell me, once we get into this, have you had, uh, and I know we're very early on mm-hmm. in the process, this is, uh, to me, kind of like mom and apple pie. However, are there some trigger words in here that maybe some libertarians or those right. in the far left are going to have a little bit of a problem with the state sure. of Florida going this far. Right. Well, it's a resolution. So uh, this is just a statement of moral concern. And I would say that this applies, again, to every single adult, every dad, every mom, uh, every husband, every wife. And the way the resolution is written These are things that people of faith and no faith have agreed upon, that this is an issue, that this is a concern. Uh, There have been scientific studies done on how pornography affects the brain and how pornography has the same effect on the brain as crack cocaine. Mm. So very addictive in nature. So the way this is written, uh, people of any moral concern— would be able to look at this and embrace it. That's why we're seeing people who are conservative and people who are progressive. Uh, We're seeing Democrats and Republicans embrace this resolution. Now, here's what I want you to do. We're about uh, coming, uh, a hard break is coming up right now. I want you to go to this website because I want you to express your support for this. PeopleNotPorn.com, PeopleNotPorn.com. I want you to go to that website. You're going to find out more how you can support this resolution. And, of course, for those of you in Lakeland, you can certainly give a word of encouragement to your state senator, uh, Kelly Stargell, because I want to tell you, uh, we've worked together for years, and the type of bills that she takes on, they're not not a walk in the park, okay? Conversely, those of you in Brandon, especially those of Bell Shoals, you know that um, your representative is just a very special person there, working so hard for human trafficking, so make sure that uh, you give him some encouragement as well. Now, that website is peoplenotporn.com, peoplenotporn.com, but I also want to remind you, if you'd like to connect with Jay Dennis, go to jdennis.com, that's jdennis.com, and I want to tell you, It is so good to have you with us and good to chat with you, and uh, I'm with you all the way. Bill, thank you so much. And by the way, I love what you're doing, and Angie and I want to help with one of those classrooms. All right, we'll do that. Hey, you can help, too. I'll tell you how you can do that in a minute, 877-873-0190. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. Merry Christmas from Travel Cats. I'm Catherine. And I'm Sandra. Thanks for listening to Vacation Nation on our sister station, AM 1380 The Biz. And for supporting us in all we do with Faith Talk 570 and 910. We love providing all-inclusive vacations and cruises, international and stateside. You tell us where, how many, and when. And let Travel Cats do all the planning for you. God God bless bless you and and Happy Happy New Year. Year. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. How do you know what God wants you to do? How do you know God's calling on your life? Kim Meter on Focus on the Family Minute, helping you answer the question, what does God want me to do today? You want to know God's plan for your life? Ask him, he'll tell you. But then just do what he says. Don't say, oh, that's too hard next. Oh, that's too scary next. Oh, that will make me feel embarrassed next. It really boils down to just pray, listen, and do what he says. Most believers are pretty good at the praying Some believers are pretty good at the listening, and very few are really pursuant in the doing. And that's the hands and feet of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and the fruit of the Spirit is just that overflow of being in the presence of the living God. Pray, listen, and do. That's Kim Meter, and you'll hear more from her at FamilyMinute.org. Saturday mornings at 1030, join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. That's where you have to really manage drastic body or form transformations. And Darwin's theory provides no way out of this fix. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
Bentley here, and we are delighted to have you with us. And reminding you, reminding you uh, that um, you can make a big difference right now. And we are counting down some classrooms for Heart for Lebanon. Uh, haven't had a chance to look, but I'll look in a moment. We had 12 at the beginning of the show. Would you take one of these classrooms, a one-time gift of $89 at 877-873-0190, doing the countdown? Just talking about the effects of pornography, if you don't think it's a real deal, you don't think it's something that uh, all of us should be concerned of, well, just look at what's happening with all these sexual harassment uh, uh, allegations that are out there. Not saying they're all true, but you know what I mean? We got a problem. Well, to hear a testimony, let's go to, uh, actually go to Brandon, um, someone listening into this afternoon from Bell Shows. A buddy is with us, and he wanted to share. Buddy, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Mr. Bunkley, thank you very much for taking my call. I just want to tell people that I have been struggling with pornography since I was 12 years old. I'm 67. And I still struggle with it daily. I have not acted out in several months or several years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, it's a daily struggle not to do it. It's everywhere. Uh, I do not go to the theaters for even a G-rated movie because of being in the dark with a theater and what it does to you. Pornography takes you from an inquisitive uh, approach to it. Every every young man's inquisitive, you know, is, is Inquisitive is what it curious, is. Curious, curious, just appeal. curious. Yeah, curious, yes. yes. They're, and they're they're curious, and, and and it's 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 a delightful thing for a while, but then you get sucked into that. You don't just need the pornography as you see it. You need mythology, uh, multiple sex, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. homosexuality, and I really believe that that pornography does lead a man into that. And when I felt like I was going to be drawn into the homosexuality of it, I stopped. I mean, that was enough, and I lost one marriage over it, and uh, I do not plan, plan to lose the one I have now over it. It's not worth it. But let, me ask you, can, let, me, let me ask you a question, buddy. Hold on. Uh, Pastor Jay Dennis was just with us, and i got to ask you, you're 67. Way back at that young age, what was the first thing? What was the first encounter? How did you engage with your first look at pornography so young? What what happened? I was uh, actually with a group of boys that were 14, 15 years old, and we uh, actually, they molested me. Hmm. And I, I didn't realize then it was molestation, but I hmm. realize now. And, uh, of course, it was fun. I mean, it's, you know, you've got that. There's, there's not a greater feeling in the world. And you have, the trouble of it is, is if everybody goes back to thinking about the first time they had a relationship with a woman or a woman with a man, that, that release, it, it is stuff. I, I remember it vividly the first time that I ever did it. And it, you can't get rid of it because it's the effort of effort in your body just burns it into your brain. Yep. And it, you, you, you can't, it's some, you're picking up something that, Trust me, you do not want it in your Christian and, life. And people don't realize, well, any life, because people don't, well, Christian life especially, but any life, because people don't realize it does release chemical reactions in your brain. I mean, Epinephrine is the strongest known drug in the world. Our bodies naturally make it, but it can be synthetic made too. Hmm. Quick, 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 will, one quick question. i got to get off the air, uh, take a break. Uh, would you agree with Pastor Jay Dennis that pornography does create, is creating a public health crisis? 
Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, in, in our young people, our old people, uh, there are there are men that are much older than me that are in it still, and uh, kids that are just as young as I was when I got into it. And uh, it is it is a bad thing. I wish they could outlaw it. Uh, I, I mean, it's just bad for the whole thing. It gives you a twisted mind on what your your real relationship with your wife or spouse should be, and it just it just really kills you. And let me tell you something. Jay Dennis is one of my favorite pastors that I don't go to. You know, he's uh, he's, he's a very very pastor. special breed, my friend. Yes, he is. Uh, he is a great guy, and I've listened to him very very often. So. But God bless you guys. Merry Christmas. And I am for the, the resolution. And if they want to pass a law, I'm for that, too. Well, tell you what, when you see uh, Brother Ross Spano, uh, Representative Spano there at Bell Shoals, tell him uh, Bill Bunkley said hello and let him know that uh, Pastor Jay was on and we were promoting and uh, informing folks about his resolution. Let him know that. I'm definitely going to do it. Okay. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bill. Bye-bye. All right, that's Buddy Abel Shoals. Hey, what a great hour it's been. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Going to be signing off in just a moment, reminding you that uh, I'll bid farewell to those of you on The Answer and the uh, the Biz Station. However, if you'd like to come on over and uh, keep it tuned to the local focus, uh, come on over to either AM 570 or AM 910 or 102.1 in Lakeland. Coming up in the second hour of the show, we'll have our latest update for Heart for Lebanon. We'll get to that story uh, about uh, the Magi. How about the Magi? Were they real or was it Christian fiction? We'll talk about the book, Mystery of the Magi, that we're giving away. Dwight Lungenecker will be with me right here in the second hour. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being with us, and I hope you will very much consider partnering us with our children, the children I loved in Heart for Lebanon. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Are you ready to do something big for God? Are you looking to be a part of something bigger than yourself? Since 1971, Word of Life Bible Institute has been giving young men and women the biblical foundation they need for whatever career path the Lord has for them. There are only two things that last for all eternity, the Word of God and the souls of men. Stop wondering what it would be like to step out for God and make your plans to do it. For more information, please call our admissions department at 727-379-5037 or visit us online at wordoflife.edu. Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. I like to think of the Ten Commandments uh, as being commands that help us to live a better life rather than just being ten suggestions. Uh, There are laws in Leviticus that our own country has used to govern a civil society. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Val Dior. 
The Federal Communications Commission repealed the Obama-era net neutrality rules Thursday, giving Internet service providers like Verizon, Comcast, and AT&T a free hand to slow or block websites and apps as they see fit or to charge more for faster speeds. The 3-2 vote along party lines at the FCC could usher in big changes in how Americans use the Internet. Meanwhile, President Trump says his administration has achieved a record pace of cutting government red tape. Days after taking office, the president directed federal agencies to cut two regulations for every new one added. We blew our target out of the water. The president announced his administration canceled or delayed 1,500 regulations since January. By ending excessive regulation, we are defending democracy and draining the swamp. Truly, we are draining the swamp. Critics argue the regulations provide important protections, but the president says too many rules stifle economic growth. Greg Clugston, the White House. Disney is buying a large part of the Murdoch family's 21st Century Fox in a $52.4 billion deal. The purchase will include 21st Century Fox's film and television studios, cable and international TV businesses, as Disney tries to meet competition from technology companies in the entertainment business. Tech companies are building video divisions and advertisers are following consumer attention to the Internet. Prior to the buyout, 21st Century Fox will separate the Fox Broadcasting Network and stations, Fox News Channel, Fox Business Network, FS1, FS2, and Big Ten Network into a newly listed company that will be spun off to its shareholders. Jeremy House reporting. Pastor R.C., Dr. R.C. Sproul has passed away at the age of 78, surrounded by friends and family. The host of the well-known Renewing Your Mind broadcast had been battling complications from emphysema. More on these stories at townhall.com. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to their health care? We are happy to inform you that there is a solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. It's a community of like-minded people who work together to pay for their medical costs. You choose your doctor and hospital, starting at $107 a month for a single, up to $449 a month for a family. That's mom, dad, and all kids. For more info, visit libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. 1-800-500-8384. It's five years today since the Newtown Elementary School shooting. Pat Eaton Rob reports some Sandy Hook parents have turned to educating other school officials about how to spot a potential attack. Going around to different schools, teaching people how to look for the signs of someone who might be in trouble, who you might have a mental illness, might have been bullied, might have access to guns, might have made threats. The Sandy Hook uh, claimed the lives of 26 children and educators. An 800-foot-tall centerpiece is coming to Detroit's resurgent downtown as the city continues to build momentum nearly three years after exiting the largest municipal bankruptcy in U.S. history. Quicken Loans founder Dan Gilbert, Mayor Mike Duggan, and other city leaders, they all took part in Thursday's program on the side of what was once the J.L. Hudson Department Store. So good things happening for the city of Detroit. Breaking news and analysis can be found at townhall.com.
A Texas congressman is the latest to pay a price for allegations of sexual misconduct. Here's Wally Hines. Texas Congressman Blake Farenthold telling colleagues he'll retire at the end of his current term. Speaker Paul Ryan. There are new stories that are very dis- disconcerting. Uh, unacceptable behavior has been alleged in those stories, and I think he's made the right decision that he's going to be leaving Congress. Parenthold is facing an ethics committee investigation into reports that he sexually harassed female staff members, routinely insulted other staff members, and created a hostile work environment. Parenthold has told colleagues he won't seek re-election next year. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting the colossal wildfire burning northwest of L.A. is now the fourth largest in California history, and it'll likely keep growing as increasing winds fan the flames. State officials say the so-called Thomas Fire straddling coastal Ventura and Santa Barbara counties now covers 379 square miles. This is Town Hall News. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. We're to the point of uh, proclaiming our number two of the Bill Bunkley Show here on this Thursday afternoon. I'm glad that you're joining us this afternoon. And uh, in a moment, uh, I want to share a little bit about uh, Heart for Lebanon as we are zeroing in on our goal this afternoon. Made some great progress uh, since the beginning of the day. And uh, also are going to have a great discussion coming up on the bottom of the hour on the Magi. That's right, the Magi. Were they real individuals? Are they just a Christian myth? Well, we're going to have Dwight Longenecker with us. He's the author of Mystery of the Magi, the book we're giving away this month to uh, five, five very fortunate individuals. But before we get to that, um, today was a very special day. We decided uh, in 2017 that uh, we were going to be celebrating our Salem Media Group West Central Florida Christmas party um, together here uh, at our facility and uh, had a magnificent lunch this afternoon. And uh, i tell you what, it was just absolutely superb. And I want to give a, a shout out to, to the very excellent restaurant that uh, uh, boy, they put together a spread that uh, was just, just ooh-la-la. And I'm talking about uh, Bavaro's uh, Pizza. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to Dan and Anna Marie. They are personal friends of our morning host, uh, Bill Carl. And uh, they went over and above to provide us with something very, very special this afternoon. And uh, I highly recommend them to you. By the way, they um, their original restaurant is at the corner of Franklin and Twiggs. 
Uh, they've got a restaurant in St. Petersburg, soon to open one in Sarasota. And I want to tell you that uh, you, if you have never had an opportunity to dine there, you need to dine there because everything they prepare there is fresh, all the way down to the pasta and the ingredients for the pasta. Uh, don't come from uh, vendors here in America. No, they are all imported products from Italy. And so I want to thank you uh, to both uh, Dan and Anna Marie on behalf of all of our staff. Uh, we just absolutely enjoyed our opportunity to have our Christmas fellowship uh, over your very, very spectacular meal. And uh, we just wish you all the well uh, going into uh, 2018 and encourage our folks to uh, visit with you. Now, in a few moments after our break, uh, believe it or not, someone now says Jingle Bells is a racist song. I let that kind of just settle in for you. That's right. We have a history professor is calling on us to no longer sing Jingle Bells. Now, I'm going to bring that story to you in just a moment. And then, of course, we'll be having a great discussion about the Magi bottom of the program. But, um, hey, I want to tell you that uh, if you're just joining us, we are down to just 12 classrooms. 12. We we started with a goal of 92. And, of course, uh, this all began when uh, I ventured uh, on my trip to uh, Lebanon a few weeks ago and uh, visited with uh, our sponsor there, Heart for Lebanon. I spent time at three of their Hope Centers, which is their food distribution centers, as well as where they have some, have their classrooms. Uh, one is in um, the Bacaw Valley, deep in the Bacaw Valley, in the heart of Hezbollah territory. One is in southern Lebanon, just outside of uh, Sidon, uh, not far from the Israeli border. And, of course, there in Beirut, of which we flew into Three different centers and uh, 2.1 million refugees, uh, which about half of those are under the age of 18. And of uh, the half of those, 60% of the children are orphans. Uh, Their dads have been killed. Their older brothers were forced into conscription to serve in the military. Their older daughters have been forced into sexual slavery, other atrocious things. And uh, there are some moms, but 60% of them are orphans. Well, you can imagine that when I went and had a chance to share the humanitarian crisis, the largest since the Second World War, and to spend times with literally hundreds of these kids, many of them on a one-on-one basis, um, yes, I came back, and um, this is our second year of uh, our Christmas Um, giving back to some very, very needy folks. This is our Christmas gift to them, and we're asking you to join us us in that. Uh, Right now, a one-time gift of $98 will provide an entire, help provide an entire new classroom and food for 18 children, 18 children. And uh, if you go to my Facebook page at uh, Bill Bunkley, if you go to my Twitter um, timeline at Bill Bunkley, I've posted some pictures over the last couple of days. You'll see some of the kids that are already fortunate to have a classroom. But uh, with your help this afternoon, maybe you could take this number from t- from just 12 left to 11. Call right now, very simply, three or four minutes on the phone with our operators, 877-873-0190. 
You can also give online securely at letstalkfaith.com. Before we take a break, though, I want to share a story about uh, someone we'll just call Manny. And uh, I want you to get an idea of uh, those of you who would sponsor a classroom this afternoon, what you're doing. And uh, because I guarantee you that if you give this afternoon and you give in God's love, you are going to change a child's life forever. And not just a child, but 18 children in a classroom. A young man that I'm going to call Manny. Manny is just in the second grade. He's a current student now, one of the fortunate ones of the 2.1 million refugees who have fled ISIS, fled the Syrian Civil War. He's in the second grade at the Heart for Lebanon Baka Hope Center. Now, let me stop right there. In the Baka, their Hope Center, and I'll show you pictures, it is right across the street from the headquarters of Hezbollah. Why? Because I'll show you the picture of not one but two Hezbollah flags. One is a regular Hezbollah flag, but right next to it uh, was a black and red flag. And that also was uh, a Hezbollah flag in memory of those who have died for the cause. So we're at the Hope Center. Manny's at the Hope Center. Manny came to that Hope Center. He had a real tough and he had a real loud, abusive attitude. Manny could be seen often hitting. Manny could be seen often screaming at the other children. It's a behavior that he sees day after day. And where does Manny see that? Well, in the refugee camps, in these tent cities where he lives. But I want to tell you his testimony. But at the Hope Center... Children like Manny are not only learning the basics of math, of science, and even English, but they hear about the gospel of Jesus Christ. They are also receiving very important biblical character classes, information. And if you see Manny today, you'll see the real change that is taking place. In less than 12 months, in less than a year, Manny has become much calmer. He is much more attentive, and he's very loving to his classmates, very loving to his friends. Remember, he was the little one that was hitting everybody. That's the kind of change that is happening when Jesus enters the life of these young people at a Hope Center. It's the kind of change that is happening to so many kids that I saw at the Hope Center. Look at the pictures that I posted. Look at the smiles on these kids' faces. It's the joy of the Lord for sure. Now, in Jesus, at this time of the year, you know, God gave us his greatest gift. And that was the first Christmas. But you know, this year, this year you, yes, you can give that same gift to a hurting refugee child. In fact, right now, a one-time gift of $98 helps brings food and a Christian education to 18 refugee children in crisis at the Hope Center. And we want to open up a new class with your contribution this afternoon. Imagine if you were, Will, and I want you to share this with your kids. Imagine turning despair to hope for an entire classroom of refugee kids. Here's that number again. It's 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190. Or you can give online 
by going to our website at letstalkfaith.com and click on the banner. And uh, I would love to mention your name sometime between now and the um, 6 o'clock hour uh, for the classroom. Just mention your first name, but I'd love to mention that. So, again, call now and take a classroom, if you will. Um, There are 18 Mannies waiting for your love, and we're going to plant some seeds for the future of what God's going to do in the very area where biblical prophecy is about to take place. 877-873-0190 or go to letstalkfaith.com. When I come back, jingle bells. Jingle bells do away with it. It's racist. Wait till you hear this story next and coming up bottom of the hour. How about those magi, the three dudes on the camels? Were they real dudes or... A figment of Christian imagination and embellishment. We'll be talking to our author, Dwight Luggenecker, about that. His new book, Mystery the Magi on the Real Bunkley Show. Don't go away. Be right back. Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. People like you are turning despair to hope. The children in school just radiate the hope of Christ that they're receiving. I would just encourage anyone listening to just come alongside and support this work because it will have an eternal impact. Thank you for bringing hope to refugee kids this Christmas. Call 877-873-0190 or go online to letstalkfaith.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The Washington Post recently reported that a top FBI official, Peter Strozik, who had previously been assigned to and then removed from special counsel Robert S. Mueller III's investigation, had, quote, exchanged politically charged texts disparaging President Trump and supporting Democrat Hillary Clinton, end quote. And that Strozek was also, quote, a key player in the investigation into Clinton's use of a private email server, end of quote. This is a blockbuster revelation carrying the possibility of shattering public confidence in a number of long-held assumptions about the criminal justice system generally, and the FBI and the Justice Department specifically. The Justice Department should appoint another special counsel, this one to investigate Strozik's actions as soon as possible. A special counsel should conduct an inquiry, bring any necessary charges and make a report, and it should come from someone without ties to the president or his opponents. They do exist, such men and women. Former federal judges make excellent candidates. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This Christmas, give the gift of family by supporting Focus on the Family. The holidays bring families together. We help keep them together. 
Would you partner with us here at the end of the year to help us reach and strengthen even more families? Your tax-deductible gift will help Focus increase its impact in your life and with others. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword family. Connect with Focus on the Family and give today at letstalkfaith.com. Weekday afternoons at 3, I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. There you have it. That's the uh, that's the latest song that is now being suggested to put on the uh, on the axe on the chopping block. Jingle bells should be done away with because it has racist origins. Now, I'm going to tell you that story in just a moment. I I don't know whether it's true. I don't know whether it's not true. But uh, believe it or not, we've got a university professor. Doesn't that surprise you? Calling for it to be done away with uh, in Medford, um, up in the Boston area. Before we do that, uh, could I have a drum roll, please? All right, uh, we have had uh, some progress here. I want to say a uh, shout-out to Diane in Newport Ritchie. Thank you, Diane. She has taken classroom number 12 on our countdown this afternoon for our Heart for Lebanon. That means that we have just 11 classrooms left. I want to remind you that you can take a classroom right now and take us down to 10. That number is 877-873-0190. This is our campaign for Heart for Lebanon, where I uh, visited the three Hope Centers. And uh, I know that uh, some of the refugee children I visited in uh, the different camps, uh, I know they're the next ones that are hoping to be on the waiting list to come from the camps, to come into the Hope Center schools. Would you help with the food and help with the next classroom? A one-time gift right now of $98 would uh, take care of 18 children in a new classroom. Call right now, 877-873-0190. Let's talk faith.com. And uh, how about someone joining Diane, Arthur, Marilyn, Stephen, Nancy, and Frank, who just today have stepped up in a big time for the children. Our Christmas gift from West Central Florida right here to, quite frankly, the entire region of the Bible. And uh, hope that uh, you will call and call now. By the way, let me just give a hint. $500 uh, gift right now. That take care of five classrooms. $1,000 gift uh, take care of about, uh, what, 10 classrooms? If somebody wants to, uh, you know, take care of business right now and really say, hey, I'm going to stand up for some kids who really have been through things that no child on this, for, on this earth should ever see. One-time gift, $1,100, would take it out. Again, 877-873-0190. All right, we have a Boston professor. Are you ready for this? This is the, uh, this is the story that I want to at least make sure this is a wake-up story for you. 
According to Breitbart, there is a professor at Boston University, um, and she recently, it is Kaina Hamo. It's K-Y-N-A. I'm assuming it's a young lady. I'm not sure. But uh, Warner Todd Hudson reporting for Breitbart. She is a, a theater history professor at Boston University. And she told the Boston Globe that the Christmas song has a secret racist past that has been systematically hidden from Americans as they celebrate the Christmas season. She said, and I quote, the history of the song has remained hidden behind its local and season affection. She continued to say that the song's, quote, blackface and racist origins have been systematically removed from its history. Now, what's interesting here, uh, she claims that the song, this song was written 160 years ago by James Pierpoint. She claims that James wrote Jingle Bells, well, to, I guess, to make fun of, to ridicule black people and was first performed in a blackface minstrel hall in Boston in 1857. The Boston professor said that her study of the history of the song proved that the song was made to satirize uh, how black people um, reacted to winter activities such as sleigh riding. The comedy routine was to portray blacks as behaving foolishly, grotesquely, and um, incompetently in unfamiliar situations. That's a direct quote. But Professor Hamill claims that the overall time the minstrel origins of the song faded away, it faded away as people continued singing it during the Christmas season. The Boston professor also points out that the song's author later joined the Confederate Army. Uh, he later wrote fight songs and patriotic airs for the Confederate States of America during the Civil War. Now get this, with her research in hand, the professor is urging the town of Medford, Massachusetts to drop its annual celebration that Pierpoint wrote Jingle Bells in their town and forever shun the racist song going forward. I want to bring Mike in here. Mike's an expert on these uh, on these matters. Now, mm-hmm. let me let me stipulate. It's not like I feel that maybe the good professor has stumbled upon something that may in fact be fact. Mm. Okay? But I would contend when somebody sings something, it is what's in their heart. I like that. It is what they mean. Now, just because something may or may not have some 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 very questionable origins, if we now, what, 160 years later, mm-hmm. multi-generations are singing jingle bells. Why could not the good professor, Mike, just, just hey, kind of tell us, hey, by the way, look at this. For us to say, wow, really? Wow. Well, praise the Lord 
that what may have been meant for evil or something inappropriate is now being what? Today, used for good. Mm -hmm. Big time. Used for family. Mm. Bigly, as the president (laughs) uh, would say. And so um, the reason why I want to bring this up, here we go. Now we're going to tell the folks in Medford, Massachusetts, don't be proud of Jingle Bells. Act like it never was, uh, you know, written. And who knows? By the time next year, next year, we may we may be called. Let's see. Jingle bell phobics. If we continue to support jingle bells, and standing for jingle bells, and standing for that picture of, of a sleigh, we could be jingle phobic. I read an article uh, earlier this week that was uh, sort of it was talking it was in a similar vein. It was talking about uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh yeah, see oh, that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't want to do Rudolph anymore because he was a bully. Uh, I skipped that one. Probably if we hadn't had our our two days of our special ministry for Heart for Lebanon, I think I probably would have hit that on Tuesday. But uh, you're right. Um, isn't it amazing the world that we live in today? Um, it is just amazing that uh, <laughs> it's one thing for a professor to research this stuff, but to come out and say and call for a boycott of the song. Well, I guess maybe at certain regions of the country, depending on where you um, where you live, uh, there certainly are different. Uh, norms there's different uh, mores in the different areas but uh can i can i just share with you i'm going to be standing for jingle bells i'm going to be standing for rudolph the red-nosed ranger reindeer ranger reindeer um but i tell you what i i you know for those that would express a different meaning if it is hurtful, if it is bullying, if it is racist, I would say, no, no, no. I reject all of that uh, interpretation of those songs. And uh, can we just let kids be kids? You know, it just seems like we're robbing them of everything. And now, guess who's on trial next? The Magi. Right here in the Bill Bunkley Show, the Magi... Uh, the three wise men, well, was it three? Was it two? Was it 50? I don't know. Where'd they come from? Did they come from, uh, you know, Persia? Did they come from, uh, you know, Mongolia area? Or did they come, by the way, wait, for those of you who went with uh, my last pilgrimage to Israel, let me give a little hint before we take a break here. Remember that uh, spectacular place called Petra? Well, guess what? We're going to be back in Petra here in late spring. For so, the first thing I want to remind you is we are excited. We are we are finalizing our our final details for our 2018 Bill Bunkley pilgrimage to uh, both uh, Jordan and Israel, and uh, we'll let you know about that coming up. And, and by the way, that that there'll be time that uh, if you want to possibly take that pilgrimage of a lifetime, might be part of your Christmas this year. Christmas uh, surprise under the tree. Uh, We'll tell you about that. But uh, you don't want to miss this next interview because Petra 
Petra just may play a role in what uh, Dwight Longenecker is going to be sharing. He's written a book, Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. And I will add to that, uh, was there really three wise men? Are they historical in nature? Did this really happen? Or is just this a Christian myth that was um, that was told and embellished through the years just to add another angle to this uh, virgin birth? Well, that discussion's coming up in a moment and more. Hey, I want to remind you, could you please take a moment and, uh, you know, especially during my show, when you're taking one of these classrooms for Heart for Lebanon, it's also a, kind of a vote for what we're doing here at Salem Radio here in Tampa. Um, we have 11 classrooms to go. Could you call right now? A one-time gift of $98. We'll take a classroom, take us down to 10. Do that at 877-873-0190 or at letstalkfaith.com. Stand with Bill Bunkley as I stand with the children, the orphans who have been left abandoned but not unloved. We want to get them in these hope centers, get them in a classroom on a Bill Bunkley show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. The federal government has ended sweeping net neutrality rules that guarantee equal access to the Internet. The 3-2 to two vote along party lines today at the FCC could usher in big changes in how Americans use the Internet and how plans are structured with broadband providers like Comcast, Verizon, and AT&T. Republican Senator Marco Rubio says he's a no vote on the sweeping tax package unless the child tax credit is more generous to low-income families. The bill would expand the child tax credit to $2,000 from $1,000. The Florida lawmaker wants a further expansion. Pastor Dr. R.C. Sproul has passed away at the age of 78. The host of the well-known Renewing Your Mind broadcast had been battling complications from emphysema. And on Wall Street today, NASDAQ closing down 19. Uh, see, uh, yeah, the Dow down 77, S&P down 11, SRN News. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold hard cash 81396glass that's 81396glass america Self-checkout seems convenient but the store is the big winner they save tons of money on labor but you pay the same price Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle? Problems with electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. 
What I love about First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy is that it's, it is a school in the sense that they have academics, but more so it's a family. And that family is growing with VPK on the way. I love VPK. With free VPK in 2018 at First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy, your preschooler will get a head start on reading, writing, and more in a Christian environment. I chose this school because it was a quality school at an affordable price keep my kids here because of the teachers. When you get text messages from your kids' teachers, checking to make sure they're okay and seeing how they're doing, if they're not there, you can't get that just anywhere. First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy offering VPK for the 2018-2019 school year. Enrollment begins in January. It's all here. First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy. From birth through 8th grade. Learn more at fbbca.org. That's fbbca.org. They have it all. Bill Bunkley here. It's the worst humanitarian crisis in our lifetime. Over 2 million refugees have settled in the tiny country of Lebanon. Over half of them are children, roaming tent settlements with no hope for a future. They are the innocent victims of war and terrorism. I was just in Lebanon and personally witnessed their plight. But this Christmas, you can join with our Christian brothers and sisters at Heart for Lebanon to bring them the greatest gift ever given. Please call 877-873-0190 right now. Your Christmas gift of $98 will help bring food and Christian education to 18 refugee children. That's an entire classroom of kids at Heart for Lebanon's Hope Center. Will you stand with me today in rescuing these children for Christ before someone else captures them for evil? Call now, 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190 or online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Specialist Everett Williams stationed with the 2nd Infantry Division, Rock U.S. Combined Division in Camp Casey, Korea. I want to wish my family and friends in Tampa, Florida, a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. From the 31st Mu Command Element S2 in Okinawa, Japan, we would like to wish our family and friends a Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thankful for those who serve in partnership with Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza, Faith Talk 910 and FM 102.1. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Hey, could I have a drum roll, please, on this very, very special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show? Hey, a quick shout out to our countdown. I want to give a, a shout out to Michael in Sarasota. You have sponsored a classroom of. Uh, 18 of our refugees from uh, ISIS and Syria. And I want to give a shout-out to Gilbert. Thank you, Gilbert, in Tampa. You took two classrooms. We are now down to eight classrooms. That's right. We started out at 92 for Heart for Lebanon, and I just got back from Lebanon a few weeks ago, and I want to tell you, I'm so excited. So right now, eight classrooms, and we will reach our goal of 92 classrooms for these children, these refugees of the Syrian, the horrible Syrian war, and uh, all of the the chemical weapons used there, as well as the kids who fled from ISIS. 2.1 million refugees in Lebanon. Call right now. Take a classroom. Maybe take all eight. Hey, call right now. 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190. You can give online at letstalkfaith.com. Could we please 
meet this goal this afternoon. Eight more to go. Let's take a victory lap if we get this done. Well, I'm excited to have my next guest with us because uh, I've been talking about this for, well, a couple of days. And the question is, how about those three wise men? Well, was there two? Was there three? Was there 20? And oh, by the way, were they really wise men? Did that really happen? Or was this just part of Christian tradition or a Christian myth? Well, to help sort through that, uh, and also the author of our book giveaway this month from this month for, from Regnery Publishing is uh, Dwight Loggenecker, and he has uh, written a new book, Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. And want to remind you that we are giving away five copies uh, of this very special book. Go to letstalkfaith.com, register to win, and um, we'll give you an opportunity at the end of the month to pick up a copy. I want to tell you, you win a copy to give away. Go and purchase a copy to give someone for Christmas. What a what a what a fantastic read! Now Dwight is a Catholic priest, award-winning blogger, and freelance writer. He's a graduate of Oxford and Bob Jones University. He has written sixteen books on different aspects of religion. Longenecker is a highly sought-after speaker for the scholarly and men's conference events, and often leads parish missions, retreats, and diocesan events. He and his wife, Allison, have four children, and uh, they serve as pastor of Our Lady of the Rosary Church in Greenville, South Carolina. But today we want to talk about wise men. Dwight, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, thanks for the invitation. All right. I am about half to three-quarters of the way through your magnificent read, and so um, let's just open this up. I mean, there's a lot of myths, depending on the different sects that came along after Jesus was crucified and rose from the dead. Tell us about all the different twists that you've had to, to had to unwind here. Yeah, I mean, it was fascinating because, um, you know, this story about the wise men, more than any other story in the Bible— uh, certainly in the New Testament, was one that was embroidered and embellished and legends grew up. Starting in the second century, right then through the Middle Ages, uh, people were fascinated by these mystical wizards from the, from the Far East who dra- followed a, a magical star. And, and the stories just kept on proliferating. Uh, and what I did was, in the book, I went back, looked at the legends and saw how they developed, and I just stripped it all away. One person has said it was a little bit like stripping ivy off of an old brick wall to get back to the bricks. Uh, and the bricks are the Gospel of Matthew and the historical facts of the, of the time period. Uh, and so that, that's what I did in the book, and it was really interesting. But sh- certainly an awful lot of the things that we take for granted about the, the, the wise men in our Christmas traditions, even now, uh, are not actually in Matthew's Gospel, and they're the result of all these centuries of, of tradition and legends which grew up. Hmm. Well, Dwight, uh, tell us, uh, who are these guys? Are they kings? Are they uh, soothsayers? Are they wise people? Are they spies? Uh, what do we know about them? Well, first of all, we have to understand that in the ancient Middle East, almost every court and every king, monarch, emperor would have had his um, circle of wise men, advisors. And I mean, just like, you know, rulers do today, they, they hire good people. And the wise men uh, would have been intellectuals, they would have been philosophers, uh, linguists, they would also in that day and age have been astrologers, uh, scientists, mathematicians. Uh, they were the intelligentsia. Um, but because religion was mixed all up in it, uh, they would also have been adept at uh, prophecy and astrology and fortune-telling uh, and all these other aspects of wisdom. 
Why is it important uh, to really drill down on the Magi, and especially because it is part of the narrative of Jesus' birth, and of course all of the the manger scenes get it wrong. They really didn't show up when he was a babe. It was like two years later. <laughs> but but why is, right. it important where, why is it important to really distinguish? Is there something there historically that we need to make sure that uh, uh, we proclaim? You know, uh, a Pew survey came out just this week saying an increasing number of Americans do not believe that the Christmas stories are historical. And I can understand why. Christmas is a magical time, and we've got talking snowmen and flying reindeers. We've got ghosts from Christmas past and Christmas present. Uh, we've got Tinkerbell and fairy lights. And, you know, it's all this magical time. And therefore, uh, shepherds who see angels singing and mystical wise men who follow a miraculous star— it's all part of this great big bundle of a kind of, we put it in the same fairy tale basket along with all the other things. But in fact, as Christians, we come back and say, well, 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 hang on. This is not really in the same category as flying reindeer and talking snowmen. We believe this really happened. Um, and although magical and mystical legends have developed around it, let's go back and find out what the facts are. Now, let's talk about this. And by the way, if you buy your home or office a PC, go right now to DwightLongenecker.com. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-L-O-N-G-E-N-E-C-K-E-R.com. That's DwightLongenecker.com. And, of course, he's author of the book that we're talking about this afternoon that I'm highly recommending, Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. Now, what historical evidence have you uncovered or those who have come before you that uh, points to and proves the existence that the Magi are, are real people and real part of the Jesus story? Well, first of all, I, I took apart the idea that they were from Persia. Uh, when I began to look at the idea that they were from wise men from Persia, uh, it kind of that sort of theory sort of crumbled because the, although there was a cast of wise men in Persia called the Magi, by the time of Jesus' birth, their influence had waned, uh, and they were like you know they they were like a lost cause. But the ones who were powerful at the time uh, were the Nabataeans. The Nabataeans are the kingdom just to the east of Judea, uh, which is present-day Jordan and Saudi Arabia. Uh, they were a trading nation, and they controlled the trade routes from eastern uh, from the east in Yemen to the port of Gaza in the west, uh, and then also from Egypt uh, north to Syria and Asia Minor and beyond. And uh, their capital, Petra, was right at the crossroads of these two, uh, these two main trade routes. Now, they, they were fabulously wealthy, and they were also, at the time of Jesus, uh, very powerful. Uh, they were the neighbors to King Herod, and therefore they are the best, um, for all sorts of other reasons, too, the best candidates for, for the wise men. Now, Dwight, I just want to pause for a moment. For those of you listening, first of all, some of you who are listening were on my pilgrimage uh, just this past summer, and uh, you joined me in Petra. And uh, to remind you that uh, we are finalizing our plans for the Bill Bunkley 2018 pilgrimage probably mid to late spring. We'll let you know in a few days. But Petra is the place uh, with a home of the Nabataeans, an absolutely remarkable place to visit. Very intriguing, Dwight, that uh, you're telling us this afternoon that it's your belief that is that kingdom, they came uh, up to the north, they came up to Jerusalem from Petra to to seek who, who this new king of the Jews was, correct? 
That, that's my theory. And one of the people will say to me, well, why do you think after 2,000 years, excuse me saying, but why do you think you're the one to have discovered this? <laughs> and the reason of that is also, I, I, I blog on this on my blog, but one of the reasons is the Nabataeans did not leave a written history. Uh, unlike most of the other civilizations. Therefore, they've remained very mysterious. We don't know a lot about them. Um, furthermore, most believers simply accepted the time-honored idea that they came from Persia uh, and never questioned it. I questioned that, and when I did, um, the Persian theory crumbled and the Nabataean one emerged. And uh, one of the other bits of evidence, for instance, is that Matthew says very simply that the wise men came from the East. Now, when you remember that Matthew wrote his gospel to the Jewish Christians who were in Judea. For the Jews in Judea, the east is Arabia. Uh, and therefore, in the Old Testament, whatever refers to the east is referring to the tribes in Arabia. Therefore, uh, we concluded that this is another piece of evidence saying that the wise men came from Arabia. And indeed, one of the very fir first uh, Christian witnesses, uh, the writer Justin Martyr, who was writing uh, towards the end of the first century, early second century, he also said several times the wise men came from Arabia. The wise men came from Arabia. Uh, and so this, uh, along with other evidence, which is in the book, of course, um, uh, builds up to, to say that they were uh, from the Nabataean civilization. Now, what I'll tell you is important, especially in the early chapters, uh, Dwight Longenegger is going to walk you through how you research and determine history. And that is, who are the original observers of Jesus? Who walked with him? Who were the first ones who wrote about Jesus in, say, the first, uh, the first century? And then when you look at those that came one, two, three, four, or five centuries later, still a long time back, you have to look for clues, and uh, all we're doing is just scratching the surface here, but I want to whet your appetite because you'll be able to uh, understand how Dwight comes to his conclusion by virtue of some clues of what others had written very early on about these, these quote-unquote magi. Now, now, Dwight, you know, quite frankly, of course, the liberals are trying to wipe out everything, not just in the secular culture but in the Christian culture. Um, and so we can just kind of believe what we want to believe and make it up as we go along. Why do you think so many biblical researchers, you know, today and through the years have just dismissed the entire fact that the Magi even existed? Well, there are a couple of reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is that uh, biblical scholars have been very textually oriented. What I mean by that is they've gone in, dug very deep into the Bible text, into the Greek and the Hebrew and the uh, and the languages. They've analyzed the Bible, analyzed line by line and verse by verse. But not very many of them have dug into the actual history and politics of the time. Some have, but that's been a kind of separate discipline. And more and more, those of you who are familiar with academia will realize that scholars and academics increasingly know an awful lot about a very little. In other words, they're extremely specialized. And I'm not a specialist. So what I did was I, I went through and gathered evidence from archaeology, from history, from Bible studies, from the language, uh, from the well, politics of the time. And I, I took the big view and put all the pieces together. And so not to blame them, but, but none of them have done that because they've been so busy looking at, you know, the individual verses in the Bible. Uh, meantime, the historians and archaeologists were not Bible experts. And so they also didn't put the pieces together in quite the same way. Mm. So how does your book 
walk us through so that we are prepared when we come across those skeptics that we can enter into those conversations and refute the argument uh, about even the Christmas stories being accurate? Well, I think the thing to do is to challenge people to say, hey, just look a bit further at the historical details. Uh, It's really pretty interesting. Just take a character like Herod the Great. Uh, who features in Matthew's Gospel, well, here's a guy who connects with Caesar Augustus, with Anthony and Cleopatra in Egypt, um, and with the rest of the history at that very interesting time. And when they begin looking at just Herod himself, who was brought up in the Nabataean court and whose mother was a Nabataean princess, and looked at the politics of the time, suddenly the pieces fall into place and you say, wow, this actually makes a lot of sense that the Nabataeans would have come just at that time period to pay a visit to Herod um, and to uh, pay homage to the one who they thought was his probably grandson or great-grandson. Now, we're about out of time, but I want to ask you, by the way, we're recommending the book highly this afternoon, Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men by Dwight Longenecker. And by the way, you can connect with him on his website, DwightLongenecker.com. Also, you can connect at uh, regnery.com. What do you hope your readers will take away uh, after they have completed uh, reading The Mystery of the Magi? Uh, What do you think that will take them? Well, I would. I mean, Christian readers will read it and find that their faith is supported and their trust in the New Testament, the accuracy of the New Testament is supported. But I also hope that um, people will purchase the book and give it to their friends and family who are perhaps agnostic or doubting or cynical about religion, uh, and that they'll be able to say, look, this isn't about religion. It's not a spiritual book. It's not arguing for the existence of God. It's simply saying, Look, this is a really interesting history book, um, and it connects with the birth of Jesus at Christmas. So why not read it with an open mind? And I hope a lot of people will come away, therefore, and say, well, you know, the New Testament, if this story is accurate, maybe all those other stories about Jesus are not just fairy tales either. Mm. Well, I want to tell you, Dwight, I will never, when I go to Petra this spring, late spring, I will not think of Petra again once I sit there and look at the treasury and look out of all those structures from the Nabataeans and think, hmm, the wise men may have jumped on their camels and headed north from this very special place. And and for that, I thank you for your research and uh, uh, helping us to understand that, uh, you know, the Bible is true. Jesus is true. And I thank you for your expertise in the drilling down and letting us share with that this afternoon. Well, and thank you for your enthusiasm. I hope that enthusiasm spreads like wildfire and lots of people pick up the book because I think it's important. Thanks for your time. Absolutely, my friend. Merry Christmas uh, to you and your family and, and a wonderful new year. Thank you so much. All righty. Again, the book, Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. It's one of our five giveaway books this afternoon. Uh, you can go to letstalkfaith.com or register for that, but I'd pick up a copy of it for yourself. All right, as we're getting ready to wrap up this afternoon, drum roll, if you will. All right, the countdown is on. Mary Lou and Dunedin, thank you, dear sister. You have uh, taken us down to the magical, perfect number of seven. Right now, uh, we have seven more classrooms to fill to meet our goal. And if you're just joining us, $98, a one-time gift, tax-deductible to Heart for Lebanon, will help sponsor food in a classroom for 18 refugee children like Manny, who I shared about earlier. We are down to the last seven. 
And I'm going to just ask that someone this afternoon, would you please take uh, take one of these classrooms? Maybe someone will take two, three, or four. Only seven left. And uh, I hope by the time that uh, I'm with you tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock, I can give you a praise report. But we certainly like to knock these out uh, here today. Again today, let me just thank Mary Lou, Gilbert, Michael, Diane, Arthur, Marilyn, Stephen, Nancy, and Frank. One and all, thank you for opening up your heart. Let me thank you for giving the Christmas present of all Christmas presents. You have no idea, no idea what you have done and the hope and the joy you're bringing to some very deserving kids this Christmas and my hope and prayer that others will join you. Well, coming up tomorrow, we'll have a chance to check in with uh, the force be with you, I'm sure, because we've got the brand new movie starting and we'll also check in with our friends at uh, Focus on the Family. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Whitten at Ottawa Baptist Church. Today's Living Truth Ministry topic is um, Christmas is all about grace. That's part two of a, poo, of a two-part, um, <laughs> just all tongue-tied this afternoon. Part two of two-part series, Christmas is all about grace from Luke chapter one. I'm going to take a little time out to the Mart 4. Again, happy birthday, young William. Bunkley, first name Zachary. God bless and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.